4. Welcome to 2022's The Mental Pujah Podcast with me, Muzaki Zaina, and a very special guest, me, Muzaki Zaina. Hello. Hi. Hey. We're going to speak in the same voice now, and hopefully that won't confuse anybody. <laughs> it's a new year, it's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new, brand new ways to experience uh, the end times. <laughs> uh, in recording and reassessing and rejiggering, remixing, rethinking and reevaluating the the purpose, value and uh, feelings I have about putting this work out there, I've come up with some new understandings you know um meaning this podcast you're listening to uh (laughs) is one of the many things that i put out there uh some might say not enough of a many thing but you know i do what i do and whenever a new year begins i always um really for me mentally it starts at the end of the previous year the final couple of weeks of the end of the year is usually the time I take to assess what kind of work I want to accomplish, what kind of things I want to do. I, I've i covered in this very podcast in an earlier, earlier season where the microphone quality is less great. Uh, I've mentioned that I don't do resolutions and it's true. It's still true. Um, but I do have like sort of large goals like a one big thing i want to do every year just do one thing if you target to do one thing at least that's one thing you know, you know what i mean this is, this is the way i tackle every day kind of just do three things every day wake up do a thing and go to sleep yeah, this can be difficult <laughs> especially in the current uh, of the uh, but it helps me a lot so this being the first episode of the year i'm just gonna tell y'all uh, what I plan to do in this 2022, uh, I'm not gonna examine that, what that means. Kalau tak ada aral melintang, uh, boleh lah. Siapa yang main letak aral ni macam malas tak susun? Letak lelok lah aral. Orang dah bagi. Eh, kemas lah. Pandai pakai, pandai lah. Kemas lah, tuan-tuan. Anyway, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, the year. I want to do one thing. So in 2020, the thing I wanted to do was uh, drop an album. And we did. And thanks to you, uh, I'm, I'm sure you, you support you, listener, if you listening to this podcast, uh, I hope you have also listened to the album, uh, the Spotify album, Somewhere on the Spot by the Pinball Monkeys. Uh, we dropped the album uh, and it was fun, it was gratifying, learned a lot, 
and it's still out there you, know, you can still check it out and it's good work i'm proud of it <clears throat> a lot of you know things to 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 work on and improve on of course uh but we did it 2020 2021 i did not have a, uh, a goal as much as a want which i completed which was all the money i've spent 2020 trying to survive the pandemic i hope i can recoup it and i did uh just barely though so now i'm back to square zero uh here in the year 2022 i have a new job now which is good it's not a goal but it is an advancement in a way uh where in the same sense where like you know in the same way that when you move a piece of your chess board you you move a piece on your chess board forward like you move the pawn forward that's a forward movement but nothing actually happened yet like that lah <laughs> I do like this new job so for this not in the know I'll let y'all know if you don't know now you know I work for right now at least uh, until middle of the year uh, I work for Douglas Lim I write for his uh, company which is the comedy uh, uh, works uh, that's not the name uh, uh, his company where I write some material some scripts here and there some concepts and also which means uh, also part of it is uh working for his or writing helping him write the breakfast show that he does every morning uh on fly fm so if you are an ardent listener of fly fm in the morning and you're listening to this podcast uh you have me to thank for uh quite a few of the jokes yeah The experience of writing for Douglas versus for Harry is very different. I'm learning a lot of different things from Douglas as compared to to Harry. We will probably explore that more uh, when I hang out with uh, the other uh, co-hosts of this, this podcast. This podcast, by the way, is going to have a permanent co-host. Uh, hopefully, that's the goal. It's not the goal of the year. I was talking about the goal of the year. Oh, boy. The goal of the year for this year... Uh, while I, you know, I'm lucky enough to get the uh, gig with Douglas Lim uh, to keep myself going while I pursue this goal of 2022, which is to try to booster, bolster, boost uh, the pinball monkeys even more uh, by doing a very specific thing, which is we want to do a run of shows, three nights, pinball monkeys. For three nights in a row, uh, we just want to uh, see if we can do it. See if we can sell out. See if um, uh, <laughs> see see if it's something we can aim to continue doing. I have, or we have, rather, to be perfectly correct on the data, we collectively have a little baby fan base. Uh, uh, the 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 show does pinball monkeys the fan base who support us on patreon and the, the fans who follow us on social media follow us individually and ask about the show so i want to grow those a little more aggressively this year and uh we want to do the, the three night show and my thing about like i'm sure i've told the podcast listener you know not y'all directly but i, I was discussing this with wish this wish discussing this with a guest or someone Uh, about how the podcast, uh, the podcast, how the Pinball Monkeys, uh, or why I put it together in a very particular way, because 
Um, I know what's what the scene, the comedy scene, this live comedy scene here. There is Aya Improv, uh, artificially intelligent Improv Alex Anonymous, uh, whose members include Shamin Osman, uh, Farhanani, Farhanani, uh, Idil Putra, and uh, Sharif Amani, uh, among other very talented uh, uh, impro- improvisers. That's them, one improv group, <laughs> and then a bunch of stand-up comedy people, and. Um, the way that because I have the experience of booking shows uh, with the Joke Factory and going around seeing how people are doing things I know I noticed and learned that the, our scene is the scene or the fan base and the performers is very new very baby and so we do not have the luxury of, of having a lot of venues to perform in and perfect our jokes if we are just doing stand-up uh, it's stand-up comedy you have to write the joke. You have to really perfect the jokes you have. You can't really, uh, um, you can't really throw away the jokes that you have and then start over because that is not giving a chance for the jokes to really do as best as they can. You know, like when I'm writing for Douglas Lee Fly, the work that we do is a daily sort of topical stuff where the joke's done and it only works while you have something in your memory. And then when that news is no longer hot, the joke is no longer relevant, and that's fine. That's a different kind of work. For the best type of stand-up jokes, you need a lot of insight, a lot of thought, a lot of like, like work that that has to be on done on stage. And this scene, this scene in KL, uh, Malaysia lah, <laughs> KL uh, it, it doesn't. It's not. There's not enough space for us to really, really do stand-up in that way, uh, which is why you will know. Or learn, or find out, or realize that the best stand-up comedians uh, in Malaysia are the ones who are traveling. Often, have the means to do their show and work out their bits uh, uh, regularly. And not every comic has this privilege. So, the reason we I put Pinball Monkeys together is very specifically to be like, hey, there's another improv group. How about another improv group? Yeah. <laughs> Um, selfishly because I want to see more improv and so if I don't see it anywhere I'll do more lah Aya is a group of people who are very talented but they're also because of that talent and how great they are uh, they all are busy doing different things you know uh, kudos to them go follow them AI IA improv uh, um, they're trained by this great improviser a uh, local guy Koha uh, I also went to his classes and uh, from there I was like okay so there's only one improv troupe that's doing stuff I'm sure there's more but I don't know of them or heard of them every time I look for improv shows so we do Pema Monkeys and Pema Monkeys is long form because I don't see anybody do long form it's dangerous it's difficult and uh, by doing improv we don't have to run the risk of people coming to our show going eh I've seen this before so it's, things are always new. So what is this longest tangent about? Yeah, so <laughs> this longest tangent means the goal I have of doing the three night show uh, is to prove to ourselves that we can do three nights. And I think we can sell uh, because there's value in coming to the shows on every night because it's always going to be a different show. Pimba Monkey's show will never be repeated, will never repeat any of the jokes, the structure is always different, the, the people doing the show are always different people, and it's fun, it's fresh, and it's wild, and it's new, and 
really I have a pie in the sky dream of being able to do this other thing that I'm about to say might not be a goal that's achievable this year and that is uh, to regularly uh, do Bimbo Monkeys in some capacity once again because we used to be able to do it every month back at the Joe Factory um, uh, but now our schedules are different and I really want to be able to do this show on the weekends so Joe Factory will only probably give us Thursdays because of the way uh, the booking is set up um, anyway, yeah, <laughs> I do this stuff solo, this episode particularly solo, without an Instagram live audience uh, 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 for one time, and it's tricky for me because I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense to other people, you know what I mean? Like sure, I have notes in front of me, but does that mean you're following what I'm saying? This is... <laughs> This is the value of having a good co-host. We check each other and we keep each other sane and have it it make sense. I envy a lot of like solo performer people who don't need another second party. Stand-up comics did need a second party, by the way. And the second party is always the audience. Uh, You can, as a stand-up comedian, write your own stuff in a hole in a cave somewhere. And come out with a bunch of manuscripts like Moses. I have it, and then perform and be great. But these people are few and far between, and <laughs> and uh, uh, despite a stand-up comedian having an audience to play with, some people who are regular performers don't know how to use the audience well. Meaning, they do their comedy. <laughs> they have an audience. They record their own sets But they don't know how to evaluate themselves They don't listen to the laughs they're getting or not getting They don't know what kind of reaction people are People are are, 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 are Giving them when they do certain things It's a mess Some For some people, you know there's, It requires a lot of self-awareness uh, I'm learning Or I've learned uh, When you're performing anything And trying to evaluate how well you're doing and unfortunately, because stand-up comedy can look like a solo thing, some people do it solo, and they they fuck up solo. <laughs> you know, uh, these poor guys. But they're out there, you know, and it keeps the art the art fresh and interesting. I hope, dear listener, that you are somebody who supports local stand-up comedy. But I also understand if you cannot afford to, uh, due to where you live or. Uh, your financial situation it, it remains to be a, a form of entertainment that to me bafflingly is way too expensive <laughs> I do think it is like why is it priced so high Here, uh, monetarily did we talk about this uh, dear listener I don't know but I do feel I believe in my brain that Yes, sure. Uh, if you're a musician or like a concert people, I don't know what your life is like or whatever. What, how much ticket price you're gonna blah blah blah. Uh, that's not where I live. But I do feel like whatever amount of time your show is going for, uh, uh, that should be the block of entertainment you're you're you're, you're enjoying, and therefore you should charge uh, by that much. You should charge comparable to another. Thing that is also that long Okay What was that sentence Moose? Why did you say like that What the fuck Play that back again And you tell me If you understand What that means Shut up Okay sorry I'm gonna say that again I think Because a comedy show Is often like Two hours long It should be charged uh, As as Or on par with Or reasonably 
uh, with another piece of entertainment that is also about the same length. Uh, I, what I mean to say is, you know, movie ticket price. Because, yeah, sure, can you justify to yourself to watch a, a theater show and, 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 and like 400, 300 ringgit? Okay, but what? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, I really hate the idea of leaning towards convention. When it comes to making decisions If someone tells me Hey Moose of course we have to charge it this way Because it's always done this way I say Why though? Why can't we Why though? I <laughs> I do feel like Charging a, a, a price where more, more people can enjoy your work Is way better So this is why this podcast is free For the people who want to uh, Enjoy it for free You can support the podcast with monies And so many of you do Thank you thank you so much You know who you are Patrons on Patreon Shout out to you uh, But also, you know People who want to to pay for things And if uh, should, should be reasonable Like, I'm just making the regular math here You know what I mean? If what if a theater if theater is so important that newspapers talk about it, if community theater is so important that uh, you should teach drama in school, and and and, and kids should be able to go and uh, and watch it, and you know expand your mind and really really learn about things and and and, and be a more richer person. Why is it so expensive? It shouldn't be. I should choose between should I fix my car or should I go uh, watch Ola Bola, the musical. You know what I mean? I don't know. So yeah, this is why uh, this is why our Pimo Monkey show will be priced reasonably, hopefully. Uh, uh, but if you want to pay more, then we have some avenues for you to do that as well, uh, because the arts here is uh, you know the scene here is not great because the financial priority is to fight uh, the people who steal our money. Uh, oh shit! That's a sly intro into our segment of. Moose complains about the government again. Uh, Moose complains about the government again. This is the segment. Do-de-do-de-do. I actually don't want to have that segment. It's not... <laughs> I want to make this podcast fun. And uh, continuing to talk about that is is like cathartic, maybe. But I don't know if it's helpful. Like having Motopisha... As a podcast that people listen to regularly, it's it's gratifying, but also I don't want it to be a chore. You know, it's it's painful, and I I, I don't want you to li- to be like, okay, it's another episode. I hope he doesn't go on a weird rant that I'm gonna be exhausted. But at the end of it, so yeah, none of that. Um, here I'm learning that one of the ways that I can I can actively, helpfully, productively combat combat the hellscape we live in. Is to just bring in some joy, you know. Just be silly. Just every so often, do a little dumb thing, <laughs> just for giggles, because that's really, you know, most of what I've been drawn to doing, and I'm good at it. So yeah. okay, so that segment doesn't exist. This is the end of the segment that doesn't exist. The end of the segment that doesn't exist. Doo 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 All right. So that's my goal for 2022. We're going to do a three-night run of Pimo Monkeys. Very doable. Uh, it's something we have to sell out for, I mean, work at selling. And I hope you can uh, come. Uh, we don't have a date yet. Of course, it's very early t- times in the planning. Um, speaking of early times in the planning, part of the planning is to, to do shows leading up to that big show. Uh, and we are doing a show this week. If you're listening to the podcast the day uh, it drops... 
then I hope you understand and learn and digest and 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 and, and swallow and um, <laughs> accept and know that the we are doing a live stage show, Pinball Monkeys. Uh, on the 20th of January That's a Thursday night It's me It's uh, our good friend Anwar Hadi Farid Azmi And Prakash Daniel From Tinggal Otak uh, Of course we know them As Farid Azmi Who has a stand-up comedy special On iFlix And Prakash Daniel Who sold out PJ Live Arts With his uh, One hour Stand-up special Beautiful And also Features Sam C Sam C is uh, One of our uh, but he's from Singapore I know him from stand-up He Has done uh, a, a very well-reviewed show At the Edinburgh Fringe Which is a festival Full of people doing comedy stuff And he's a Sing- he's Singaporean <laughs> So we've This is gonna be the The first time We're gonna jam together uh, uh, Where the, Actually the first and only time I think That Pimba Monkeys is doing a show That has a Sort of a featuring Guy on it So yeah in the early iterations of Pinball Monkeys, we have had non-regulars join us. Stephen Bones has done it. Harith Skanda has done early iterations of Pinball Monkeys. Uh, Rashid Saleh as well. Uh, Abel, Ate, Louis uh, These are people who uh, uh, are not uh, core members. And they are, I guess, featured acts. But this is the first time we're actually promoting the featured act. <laughs> Sam C. It's really funny. has a bunch of shows happening in the same week that Pinball Monkeys is going on. Uh, so come and do check us out. It's twentieth January. Uh, the tickets are thirty ringgit. It's pretty affordable. And if you come in pair, in a pair, if there are two of you, it'll be fifty. So yeah, savings and shows. Is this episode just to promote Pimo Monkeys? Maybe. Should I talk about my own personal goings on? I don't know. It's just me in here. Nobody is reining me in. I'm just talking and there's no feedback. It's, it's very odd. It's alienating. You know who else I've envy? Authors who can just write a book. They go into a shed or a cave or a or or, or a, a, a a post office or a police box and just sit and they just write a bunch of bullshit and they're like, uh, we have it and then the editor comes in and looks at it and goes none of these are words and then they work between them to figure everything out like yeah sure like authors are alone they work alone but the editors man unsung heroes you do need an editor to edit your shit and uh truly if this episode that you're listening to does not sound coherent or you're like what the fuck is this one hour ish or half an hour or however long this is why is it so long of an ad (laughs) <laughs> for your Pimble Monkeys I don't know I'm just doing things This is free You clicked on this You know this podcast Has no promises Of anything good It's just It's just a promise Of somebody talking And this time It's just me talking And I have no You know New insight for you It's just It's gonna be a new year Let's do shit I gotta be real though I almost recorded Or rather Almost put out A version of this Recording that Was not great (laughs) What I mean is Don't judge this podcast right now You're gonna say This is not great either Shut up But what I mean is (laughs) I recorded a version of this That Was not healthy to listen to Uh, Not because I was Upset or what But because 
it didn't go anywhere fast. I was spiraling into like areas of the black. Uh, can I access that and see if you all like it? If it's useful, I'll try to distill what happened in the previous recording. It was I was trying to recount, or rather, I did recount a moment that happened this year, which was very difficult for me to process at the time, and at the time of me trying to record it, it was me. Very comfortably sitting in Artisan Coffee, which is a place I I, I, I hang out with now very frequently, to write, uh, uh, which is part of my work to write part of the radio show, and I was there by myself and just writing jokes and having a good time, and there was a lull in my work, and I'm taking in the idea that I'm very comfortable, like physically I was comfortable, I. Uh, I don't have any financial pressing financial concerns. Uh, my jokes were doing well. People appreciate my work, and I was struck with the very real feeling or idea that, oh, what I'm experiencing is a very like femtoparticle. <laughs> Uh, in comparison to, you know, the global everything, is a very tiny, nanoscopic thing of privilege and luck that I've been able to enjoy for quite some time. Like, of course, I have things I have to worry about. I have to think about how I need to feed myself. <laughs> Every day, I'm not super financially uh, free. Uh, you know, I'm still. I still have to. I have. I have things uh, that require uh, my constant putting money into. Uh, meaning, I have to always look for work. But also, work comes, and I accept them, and I'm. I'm. I'm good at it, and I'm comfortable. And nothing too bad has happened. Happened to me, I think, or at the moment, it felt like, you know, all of the bad things that ever happened to me was very far away. And at that moment, I was like, "Okay, I'm very lucky," but also, also, is it important that I'm doing this? Is it important that I'm writing a joke in an air conditioned cafe while so many bad things are happening to so many other people who don't deserve it happening to them? Like, so many good people are out there doing good things. You listener, you are doing your best. I know this. You're a good person. You try to be a good person. Maybe today didn't go very well for you. Maybe before you listen to this podcast, you're like, "Fuck, man! When is the new podcast coming out? <laughs> I really need to listen to it. It has to be good. It's gonna be fun." But this is my friend now through the radio ear thing experience of the podcast, and I miss hearing his whatever on the thing. I'm kind of annoyed at myself, and then you press play and you're like, "Oh, this is nice," and then you reach this part and you're like, "Oh, fuck." Maybe that's happening to you. I don't know what your experience is. Uh, but also, maybe you had a good day. Whatever whatever it is, you know, we're, we're all just trying to do our best. And then bad things happen to us anyway. Like, I mean, bad, permanent, irreversible, damaging, horrible things. And as I think about that, and as I remember the people I could not help in the past year, the people 
who stories I hear about and I, I, I try my best from far away to help them and and the, the people I lost the 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 people who will never I'll never be able to get back and it's not something that I can help it's not something uh, that it's not a feeling that it's gonna go away grief is something that is difficult to process however 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 we try to but at that moment I was like oh dang this person is gone I was just talking to them when they're gone now that's, that's all they're like that's it that's the end of their their, their story and and what am I doing I'm trying to find words that rhyme with butt. <laughs> so that so that we can give it to Douglas. Uh, being a person is hard, isn't it? And at the time I was like, fuck man, maybe Maybe this is the best use of my time. Maybe you listening to this podcast while you're doing whatever you're doing. Maybe you're wasting time. Maybe what you're listening to, which is me talking, is a waste of your time and energy. But everything is. In a cosmic sort of way, none of this really matter. We should learn how to make our own meaning. And because nothing matters, is why everything matters. You know? Like what we do isn't important, but it's very important that we do we do it. So, yeah, imagine that thought, but then, you know, I did not manage to convince myself to continue. <laughs> That's what happened in the previous recording. Uh, so, yeah, the best that we can do is just be ourselves, and eventually, this will all be over. But <laughs> but while it's not, let's try to have some fun. While you're still listening, I should try to make this valuable for you. Available. Valuable for you. And so... Um, Let's do some uh, uh, New Year things. New Year observations. Or New Year items. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they call it. Uh, every New Year, I take stock of what I have in my in my house. And I'm like, dang, most of this should go away. There's a bunch of documents I don't need anymore uh, that I can digitize. Or, or soft copies exist of them. Or rather, the hard copies are of no longer, of no real use anymore. So I have to st- take stock of that. Take, throw away all of my boxes. You have boxes in your house. Yes, you do. There's a bunch of boxes that you don't need. Why is it there? So that, and I have to do spring cleaning. Uh, what else happens in the new year? In the new year, I also have to... Oh, this is a new new. Maybe I'll, if I tell the podcast, I'll kick my own ass and do it. I'm moving house. I will no longer live uh, where I do right now, which is a very uh, place that is always far away from the work I want to do. <laughs> Uh, I gotta be where the action is So uh, we are moving uh, When I say we, it's a royal we I don't currently live with anybody Oh uh, ha is it true Muz? Why do you keep saying accidentally we? Who? What is your status as a person? Huh? My status is a dude Who, ha- who has to move out And is having a lot of uh, Anxious thoughts About having to do things to move Here's the bad thing, bad habit that I have when I quit my job, my previous advertising job, to, to do this uh, writing job for Fly, 
I did not give myself a break. Meaning, my last day was 31st December, literally, and then my first day was 3rd Jan. Like, I didn't give, <laughs> I didn't give myself any room. Uh, and because radio is radio, it's five, like, five straight days a week of, 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 of show, which means we have to write uh, every day. Even on the on, even on the weekend sometimes because our our stuff relies on the news sometimes, that means uh, I have little time to for myself or rather I haven't yet figured out how to give myself time uh, to uh, clean out everything and, and and do what is necessary for me to move out in a clean way, and I don't think I have the kind of friends who can help me move out. <laughs> I do, but they don't live here. You know, that's the that's the curse of uh, of 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 being privileged enough to have the, those kind of friends, uh, friends who will help you, but because you know they are as ambitious as I am, so they don't live here. Yeah, these are friends who would offer to pay me, pay me, pay yeah, help me pay for movers, but man, is that fun? I don't know. That doesn't feel like a friend doing things. It feels like a pre- a friend paying for things, which is fine. I, I appreciate if you're listening to, to this. <laughs> My friends who help me pay for things. I appreciate you a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's just that, you know, sometimes you get that weird early 20s feeling of, hey man, I know other people have this experience. I want to try that too. And that experience for me is, I've never had a, a thing where a bunch of my friends come over and help me move move out. That's the thing that I feel is is like a fun little memory to have. I'm sure you as a listener, if you've ever been to university, you have that moment of moving out and your friends helping you. That's kind of fun, right? There's like camaraderie and like fun little bro or sisterhood kind of intimacy feeling, right? Isn't that fun? Yeah, well, I, I didn't have that and I don't need it, but it must be nice. So yeah, I need to be moving out and I don't have the... Uh, the capacity to to do that and the, my it's just inertia, it's really just the inertia of 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 the the comfort in not moving, which is bad, is unhealthy. But I re- do really need to kick my own ass about this. So um, if you want to help me out genuinely, just go to my uh, social media. Uh, right now it's at mzkrx. Go there and DM me like every so often. Like hey Moose, have you moved out? I'm like fuck. No, not yet, but I will. Uh, that should help me. Um, yeah, I do need to be moving out. That's a thing I have to I have to do before February, hopefully. And um, uh, that's the new year. I want to be the, I want to be doing more shows. I am doing more shows. Um, what else is happening to me? Uh, that's it. We're gonna put more stuff on Patreon I'm going to try to figure out because of Farid and Prakash's uh, successful run uh, as Tiga Ota on Maharaja Law Omega they are now much harder for me to schedule for but I do want to try to do a monthly show of Pinball Monkeys again with them in but if they can't make it I have to figure something out I do want to do Pinball Monkeys on a regular basis again it's such a good show to do and we all miss doing it and you, some of you, some of you, the listeners to this podcast, you like the show, and we want to give more of the show to you. So, uh, hopefully, this year is when we can do that. Um, I got my booster shot. Uh, I hope you get yours very soon. I don't don't ask me what the 
pandemic, COVID things. I have no fucking clue. Um, I did remember, or I do remember, in an episode of this podcast released back in 2020, I said in April that my prediction, I said to Harith, actually, my prediction was that this pandemic, that we'll only be able to return to normal sometime in late 2022. Uh, we are here now, and the new variants are coming, and <laughs> I don't fucking know. But I don't know a lot of things. You know what I mean? Even without the pandemic happening, there's, you know, disasters that, that's, that's going on. And, and um, we can only rely on each other uh, to help. Because, <laughs> what, the government that we did not elect? The sultans? Fuck off. Uh, by which I mean We should help each other uh, Go to kitajaga.co Help the people in your community uh, When you can If you can And you do You can You just give give as much as you can A little is a lot For people who have a little And We all have a little Of a little things We have a lot of little things And we have a little of a lot of things So when, when we live for each other And I do this for you and I hope you can pass it on. Ah, <laughs> uh, twenty twenty two. Oh, oh yes, one more thing. I did say this on the Twitter that I want to do a, a little series uh, of of podcast called Dawah dari Iblis. It's the like title, where I'm gonna talk about how. The very specific flavor of Malay, the Malay Malaysian Malay interpretation of the practice of the Muslim faith is distorted and weird, and I'm gonna make the the a series of podcasts, and that might those series of podcasts might be, uh, I might just record them and post them in this podcast. Meaning, the next episode you hear will be might be Dawah dari Iblis, so uh, just keep a lookout for that. Uh, and I feel it's necessary. Not necessary. Is it necessary? I feel it's important to do the, the to do that, just because I get tired of having to explain what being Muslim actually is to people who are not Muslim, but are way too you know they swallow the ideology of what 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 the religious authorities have been you know shoving down their throats via propaganda. Of course. Uh, I might actually do that and maybe it might be a podcast on its own but whatever the case that's a thing I'm doing Dawah Dari Iblis I feel like I have the clout to do it the clout I have the what am I looking for what word is this I have the capacity to do so I can do it What under what authority are you doing this no, my own authority but I'm not just willy nilly talking shit i I'm legitimately a former toughest boy and I do keep studying up on the religion uh, uh, being a Muslim is part of my identity a very, very important part of my identity uh, and and how I express my faith in each other our faith in each other uh, and it's a lot of my, the ideology I have the values I carry us from that religion uh, but uh, if you just look at me and what I do every day you might be like that guy's not a Muslim you might you might think that 
you know and uh, yeah I want to explore that I want to talk about that because there's so many misconceptions there's so much harm that has been done with people practicing it wrongly and uh, wrongly practicing it in a way that is harmful and also there's a lot of uh, things we can learn from each other if you just fucking just just fucking come on guys <laughs> like I mean uh, yeah I just want it I just want it to be in a podcast form where you can go hey man listen this is what the prophet actually taught with the in within the context of who he was talking to and what movement he was trying to push towards and here are the hypocrisies and here are the things you should know that is only propaganda religious religious propaganda and everything else is up to you for what you can do for your own faith uh man this just sounds like a little slice of it anyway uh, anyway already fuck hey i'm sorry if i sound weird or 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 incoherent or not I, I do too many run-on sentences or I don't finish my sentences. Uh, good God. Okay. What are we talking about? Yeah. So, I, I really want to do that series because I feel like I'm in a particular position to do so. I don't see people talk about it. I, I, I know people who do, but they, they come from a place of the religion. Uh, they sort of either dismiss the religion completely or they don't talk to people who are actively practicing. You know? So I want to talk to people who are practicing and I want to tell y'all what you can do and what you can't do. And I want to decouple the, the, the learning about the religion and learning about uh, learning the religion from people whose goal is to control you politically. Before you even go into the podcast, there has to be an understanding that the, the, the function of a religious authority in Malaysia is not to help the Muslims. The function is to push their agenda and to give more power to the people in power. You might already disagree by going, "Oh, but there are some people in past who are good guy, who are good people." Yeah, that one person is dead, <laughs> and I'm not suggesting that there are not other people who are nice in the political parties that are doing bad things. I'm saying. A lot of the stuff that is government approved that you hear in the Friday bus, Friday sermons, are not the things that will help you. So yeah, Ikra, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, read, read, motherfucker. But if you can't read, it's okay. You can do an audiobook thing. And if you can't do an audiobook thing because it's too much, listen to the podcast Dawah dari Iblis, uh, which is going to be something I will start to do. Uh, in the very near future Very likely At least bef- a few weeks Before Ramadan Because uh, That's where A lot of the bullshit Way we practice Comes to a head And, and annoys me a lot uh, And things that annoy me Are a really great catalyst For me starting to write things You know We write from our feelings uh, And by we I mean me I don't want to speak on your behalf If you're a writer Anyway uh, What else do you want to know? Is there anything else in my notes that is valuable for you to listen to, possibly? Uh, not yet, I guess. You know, um, in the coming episodes, I would want to uh, include <laughs> a, a type of structure, or not a type of structure, a type of like a way for you to have better expectations about what the podcast is going to sound like. <laughs> 
<laughs> because it's too much of a mess right now. Uh, I think as a feeling, uh, but hopefully. Uh, we can figure out something, some kind of structure, and I want to upload more episodes more frequently, maybe a little shorter, and so that you can enjoy it a lot more. Because long episodes are great, but they're long. You know what I mean? And and I'm I'm realizing that I don't enjoy long episodes, uh, as much. Not that not not to say they're not fun. It's just it's harder for me to find what to do to enjoy it. It's not actually great. To in order to listen to a full thing, I have to go to work five times. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I have to go, I have to plan listening to an episode of the podcast into my commute, and then whoa! That's, uh, but what if you can listen to more of what I have to say uh, in more in smaller increments? Would that be better? Maybe it's gonna be the experiment that we're gonna run this year. Uh, thank you for listening. This is the end of it. This is season five of the Mental Pitcher Podcast. Uh, the I will admit, uh, poorly named mental pitch podcast, and uh, <laughs> why is the name in 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 Malay and then the podcast is in English? Is that does that annoy several hundred people? I, I imagine it does. Thank you to the patrons who support our work at Patreon. If you like this podcast, please. Uh, go and uh, support us over at Patreon Patreon.com Slash Monkeys. Quick shout out to the people Who have supported our work Aisha Salah Amsha Natra Alina Ifi Sarah Faza Arina Tasnim Ayuni Ayman Amanda Anwa Nighanis Trisutris Nofu Rachel Chi Ira Daniel Imran Alia Muse Meister Sabrina Mayamin Safri Shafiq Zan and Nicole Dorville. Uh, the recap names are long, and I think I'm gonna in the future probably cap it to only the thirty people once we reach thirty patrons. <laughs> thank you for supporting our work. Yes, thank you for being you. Good luck. Uh, drive safe. Take care. Take care of each other. Love each other. Bye. I love you.